0: Welcome back to the APS podcast. Hi again, it's me Edie and I'm here with my dad. We're on location in Boston. And did you know that even grown-up dolphins play? And the answer to the quiz ah, is yes, I'm correct. Dolphins actually do have unique clicks and whistles as their names. And next week we'll have a special theme that will be announced at the end of this episode
1: sounds good so our fun fact or the answer for the last week's or last time's quiz was dolphins do have unique uh, clicks and whistles that's interesting yeah Mm
0: -hmm. and now for the endangered animal from the endangered animals list it is actually my one of my favorite animals the black footed ferret so despite their growing numbers the black footed ferret is threatened primarily due the shrinking numbers of their main prey, the prairie dogs. Huh. Which is weird because prairie dogs are a bit bigger than ferrets. I reckon. Due to, hab- due to habitat loss and the prairie dog plague, never even knew that was a thing, by the way.
1: Yeah.
0: The ferret's main source of food is dwindling. There's only 300 left in the wild, and that is the reason why one of them was cloned um a while ago in america
1: wow there's only 300 left of the black footed
0: yeah that's why one of them was cloned in america and i forgot her name Mm -hmm. but her mother died 30 years ago oh
1: wow because
0: she was cloned
1: that's unbelievable
0: the first animal to ever be cloned was a sheep i forgot its name
1: dolly i think it was Dolly,
0: yeah dolly not the singer the sheep For five tips on spotting pollution. One, pollution is a type of rubbish. Two, tip packets floating around or just rubbish that isn't in a bin. Three, smoking, it pollutes your body and the earth. Putting rubbish in the wrong bin, why would anyone ever? And rubbish in water, such as the ocean. Yeah,
1: you don't want that.
0: And which is why at school when I was in kindergarten, when um it was lunch, the teacher said, "Who wants to save a dolphin?" So and when kids would pick up rubbish, she'd say, "You just saved a dolphin."
1: <laughs> That's a good way of getting us to, to remember it, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And now for the Aussie animal, it is the most dangerous animal or snake in the whole entire world. The inland. Typan Dun Dun, dun.
1: Ah! <laughs> Also known as the fierce Fier snake, snake. Yes.
0: So the inland Taipan is classified as the most venomous snake on the planet Each bite delivers an amount of venom that can kill one hundred adult men or two hundred and fifty thousand mice. Inland taipan is also known as the fear snake because of its potent venom. It is not aggressive by nature, probably because what it like feels like it's been like touched or like people might be walking near it and they don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and it's uh, it doesn't get you know people don't come across it very often because of where it lives. It lives inland, obviously. So uh, it's. Uh, Not very often has people even seen have people even seen the uh, fierce snake. We saw one though, didn't we? Where did we see that? Remember? At the reptile park.
0: Oh yeah, the reptile park. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I got to hold a giant snake there too.
1: That's right, that was a good day. A very good day. So Edie, uh, this has been a nice uh, podcast so far. We've had a little bit of a break haven't we? But it's nice that we can uh, do our podcast again and Uh, here and uh, chatting about a few different things and it's good to uh, remember the importance of uh, uh, the way that we dispose of our our waste. It's good to remember the different types of animals that are endangered and and what we can do about it. But I've been interested, you know, for you Edie, you've always been someone who loves animals Mm -hmm. and you've often looked at different ones in that field some of those conservationists um, that um, you know you that have encouraged you and you've thought about them uh, and the way that they look after animals so i thought i'd just ask you a few questions to finish off our podcast today is that okay mhm so when it comes to those who are in that field you know those conservationists those sort of wildlife uh, warriors as they come to be called who uh, who inspires you out of those ones
0: well Almost everyone, like the Irwins, the Cratt brothers.
1: Yeah.
0: Like Chris and... I forgot the other ones name. Yeah. Martin, yeah. Chris and Martin Kratt from the sh- TV show. Yeah. And Jane Goodall. She lived with chimps for a while.
1: Yeah.
0: I just always loved them.
1: Yeah. What about, um, Steve Backshall?
0: Yes, and Steve Backshall, I met him at a show a few years ago in like 2018 or 2017 this is one of the weirdest questions ever because Cambodia was my favorite place mm. I asked can you take me to Cambodia and he said when you're a bit older <laughs> and I got a picture with him and a shirt that I, that actually still fits
1: amazing so you and some friends at school yep. started something didn't you mm-hmm. Uh, What was it called? What's it called?
0: The APS, just like this podcast, Animal Protection Service.
1: So how did that come about? How did that start?
0: Well, when in year one, we all kind of liked animals and we just made a base out of sticks on a tree. Well, it all started when a kid at school was throwing rocks at a mother bird in a nest and sticks. Mm -hmm. And the next day at lunch, well, that afternoon... Um, My friend Lyric was very sad and crying, so she, so him and a teacher, went to check on her. And the next day, we were sitting around that tree, making sure no one touches it. And I said, "How about we call it the APS Animal Protection Service?" And that's basically when it all started.
1: Nice. That's awesome. Um, What about this Go Green initiative? What's this Let's Go Green thing?
0: Well, at school. for year three before she had a baby and went on maternity leave, she um, started this thing called Let's Go Green and we were going to go to the wetlands to do some conservation work there and um, well we didn't get to because of COVID and then now we have meetings every week on Tuesday.
1: Nice, yeah,
0: okay. And we have a new bin where kids go around at lunch, maybe eat a bit and then go around and collect. Like, soft plastic that you can recycle to get um, new things in the playground.
1: Nice. Yeah, so your school does really well with that sort of thing. You've also got a few animals um, at yeah. the school, haven't you?
0: chickens, bird, other birds, and Barney, the school dog, he's very adorable, by the way.
1: Yeah, so you do some composting, you do, um, yeah, so food started, scrapping for the, yeah. for the chickens. And, and we're
0: also starting a gardening club, and I'm joining that too nice because in science last term we were the teacher miss Dunnett, who is very nice teacher my favorite um she said um let's design the garden so we all got to design it she's also gonna be in charge of the gardening club i think and is a teacher in charge of let's go green as well
1: nice okay very good uh, finally Edy, animals. What? Why do you love uh, well, animals?
0: they've helped with so many things, like guide dogs, even guide ponies, which is actually a thing. Yeah. And they and mice have also helped with scientific discoveries, the field of science. And they can be trained to do so many awesome things, and they're very nice, good companions.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful, aren't they? And
0: and. And also, scientists have been like improving things because of the designs of animals.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, we look at the design of animals, and there's uh, some amazing uh, things that uh, scientists have done. Uh, copied a lot of these things. I mean, yeah. that's quite amazing. But even just think about the joy. What? Why? Why do you think you get joy from just looking at animals?
0: Well, they're beautiful. Their colours the intelligency that they have, especially dogs, yeah. especially
1: my dog too. I love you, Diesel. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, so oh, that's nice, Edie, to learn a little bit about why you uh, love animals and some of these things that you're, you're doing and involved in. That's awesome. Now, you've got a quiz for us to finish off with, don't you?
0: Mm-hmm. Do rabbits make noises? Now, this is a bit of a hard one because, well... No one really knows. Oh. But I have a rabbit at home, so
1: Oh, okay. So you do know?
0: Yep. Find out next week on the APS podcast.